What's up, everybody? You're on the Mental Fuckery Podcast right now with DeAndrea. And Jason. And we're, um, we're tuning in live right now. And we want to talk about what the word or the phrase is for the day. And today we're going to be talking about processing emotions. Processing emotions. And exactly what that means and what situations um, it applies to in our community, personally, um, politically, whichever areas we desire to tap into. But um, just in a nutshell for me, I just... Jason and I were actually just in here just talking and I just feel like, you know, processing the emotions is um, is a challenging situation, but I think that to process something means to go through different steps to achieve whatever the end result is. And I think a lot of times we forget about the steps just want to achieve the end result so we don't really get an opportunity to really feel whatever it is that we're going through because we're not taking the steps we're just jumping into what we feel like we want what we feel like we feel what we think we deserve we just go right into it and we don't really go through the steps of feeling whatever the situation is that's happening to us so um processing emotions for me is taking the proper steps to understand what it is that you're feeling and being able to channel that feeling in a place for you to have peace and um that's how I look at that that's my perspective on that what do you think can you give an example of how that would play out in somebody's life just a just an example of maybe something that you... Okay, so, for example, a five-year-old child um, puts their hands on the stove, burns their hand on the stove. Their mother constantly tells them, you know, not to put their hand up there, right? And they basically, they do it anyway. And as a teaching, let's just say the parent puts the child's hand up there just to show them that it's hot so they can feel the heat right but because the mother puts the hand up there herself the child feels insulted because when he put his hand or she put his hand up there on their own they learned it the hard way but when somebody took their hand and put it up there for them they felt like somebody was trying to control them so they took that action as a feeling of okay they're trying to put my hand on the stove you know what i'm saying instead of the fact that she's trying to show him hey it's hot but in their mind because they couldn't control the action oh no my mother tried to put my hand on the hot stove so if that person were to go back and process that situation and understand that Maybe there's a different perspective to this. Maybe I need to, you know, process what triggered that situation to happen. 
you know, why would I feel like somebody is trying to, my, like my mother is trying to put my hand up on the stove rather than trying to show me something that's going to help me or not make me feel scared or threatened. And I think a lot of times we just jump right into an emotion and say, oh no, that person tried to do this or tried to do that to me. But you're not processing how you got there. You're not, you're not thinking through the steps. You're not taking, walking yourself through the steps of, well, wait a minute. Because now when I start looking at the steps, there's variables. When you look at the variables, you could outweigh your variables to process it down to a more defined emotion. So if you don't take the time to do that and you just skip over all of that, now you walk around your whole life thinking your mother tried to burn your hand. And now you got animosity with that person your whole life. Right. This is an example of not processing your emotions. This is a prime example of it. It's a deep example. And I know it was a lot, but this is the kind of stuff that happens in life, in relationships, friendships with people is because they don't process the shit that's going on. They wind up taking some shit that really was not on that level. You know what I'm saying? And and all the way somewhere else with it. But doesn't that? I mean, that just that that takes communication. Um, this is literally not something that one person could successfully do do on their own. You know what I mean? They need that input from that other person as to okay, what was your intentions behind trying to put my hand on the stove? You know what I mean? I can mental ascend whatever it is that I want to mental ascend, but it doesn't make that it doesn't make it right. So all you're really telling me is, yo, the process is having an open and honest conversation with the person that you need to have an open and honest conversation with. Yeah, well, that and then also um, now we talk about patterns, right? So we go a little bit deeper with, you know, the whole emotional piece and the patterns. How often does that happen? Because now it's, it's not just that surface you know um what you're saying you're saying you're saying something a little bit more on the surface i'm looking like now i'm taking it to another level and i'm saying okay the patterns of um a person constantly thinking in that type of capacity and where does it eventually place that person mentally and emotionally to consistently begin to think in a certain type of way and now it begins to you begin to build people who are victims of that thought process and this is how we go into this whole narcissistic piece too you know what i'm saying because it's like at the end of the day now you're creating almost like negative mental habits we all where, where, but where does that put you at um up emotionally and with your emotional intelligence where does that put you at i think that you know processing the emotions is about being able to exercise your fullest potential with your emotional intelligence and your self-discipline and your ability to you know be able to use those emotions for what they're really supposed to be used for and not to just you know place them on other people or inflict them back in on yourself or you know just shift them and maneuver them around any way possible to keep the pressure off of you we have to endure so that way we know how to mend ourselves how to carry ourselves what we want what we need we have to endure to know how to filter out 
what belongs and what doesn't. And if we just decide to just let everything just bounce off of us or to already have a set preconceived notion that never changes or alters, I don't know. I think that puts you like in an emotional block. And what good does that do for you? I don't like the word emotional. I, I, I Because I think it's all... I mean, I, I think what you're saying is intellectual and it, and it comes out emotional. <laughs> so, like, you first think the feeling or the thought and then you actually feel it. And, and you're talking about the emotional aspect of it. But I think it's the intellectual aspect of it. Okay, so that's the word of the day, phrase of the day. Um, Let's talk about how this applies to something, someone, um, something that's happening right now in um, the world in terms of emotional... We're talking about so many different terms of this emotional, right, watch like this. emotional Here's intelligence. The Here's the question. Emotional. Here's the question. That little boy or that little girl who felt some type of way because mommy put my hand near the stove. Why does she automatically think that mommy is trying to trying to hurt me? He or she. Mommy is trying to hurt me. Why didn't why didn't she was it mommy's fault for not communicating it properly? So why did the girl automatically think, oh mommy's trying to hurt me? Has the mother hurt her? Her has the mother hurt that child before? So it's a it's a mental thing. And then you have to think about children who manipulate, who will take that situation in a time that they were maybe going to get that that ass whip, and took something like that and said, "Oh, well, you tried to burn my hand on the stove the other day." Yeah, now you're taking it to another level. I'm just saying, you. like I'm I'm just saying, like this is the kind of stuff that happens. Right. This is so the kind of stuff it, that it, but kids it gets do, back, parents do. But but it goes back to the initial thought pattern of, okay, what made me think that mommy was getting ready to hurt me? And that's what I was trying to give you an example of is how sometimes kids put things in their minds that, you know, may or may not have happened where they felt like it was really about another situation. You know what I'm saying? And that was a legitimate situation. And mommy was going to hurt you. She was going to tag that ass. You know what I'm saying? Because you was doing some whole other-ish. Right. But you got this shit in it. You know what I'm saying? So, it's it's shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, just... Well, mommy shouldn't be tagging anybody's ass, if you ask me. So, that fear shouldn't even be there. It should, we should not... I don't think that children should, quote-unquote, be... Feel fearful of their parents, not even, especially not even physical. So you don't uh, think that a that kid should get beat, beaten? I don't think that you. I think that if you raise your kids properly, you would not have to lay your hands on on your children. Now I'm going to tell you something. I actually really agree with you with that, and I'm smirking because I truly agree with you on that. That's something that um, I believe and I stand by. Um, but. I do believe that kids need ass whoopings too. I mean, I didn't get ass whoopings. I think I got like two ass whoopings my whole life or maybe three. I think I got smacked the hell out of. 
but that's not <laughs> what we're talking about. Well. You're talking about one or two to quote them. I, I believe a tone needs to be set, and if it takes an ass whooping to set the tone, then by all means set the tone. But um, I, we're talking about, for me, we're talking about parents who spank beat their children on a regular. For 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 really, when we think about this, people, we're really beating them because they're doing kid shit. That's really, and that's why spankings for, for fucking kids is so stupid because they're just being fucking kids. So here's the spin. So the spin is this: is is it that is it that processing your emotions started when you were a child, and the lack of processing your emotions well, is equivalent to? The lack of emotions your parents processed. Of course. And now you do what you know. Like we say all the time. Oh, you do what you know. You know what you do. If you do what you know, you should know what you do. Half the time, you only know what the hell you're doing still. But is it possible that the lack of process in your adult life stems from how you were cultivated to process your emotions then? Because perhaps when it came to discipline... The emotions were processed in a physical way. And then when it comes down to trying to think through some shit, you're having a difficult time because nobody's really coached you in that way. Right. Right. It, it, it always amazes me how siblings can grow up in the same house but come out completely different. And the only thing that I can think of is exactly what we're talking about or what I'm trying to bring up, introduce, introduce is the mental, the mindset. Why does one, because if I get a spanking because let's say I got a bad grade on my report card one quarter, right? Or I had a bad report card one quarter, so I got to beat, right? Spanking, whatever you want to call it, people. <laughs> um, but... You get beatings every quarter for every report card because you got nothing but bad grades every single time. Why didn't you feel like, what, are you processing that and saying, well, shit, I'm getting beatings because I keep getting bad, bad shit and my brother or sister only got it once because they're not? Or do you think mommy and daddy's now picking on you? Mm. So I don't, I can't, I can't speak to how the thought process changes when it changes how it develops i don't know you know what i mean but i think that that's why communication is so important so if you do beat your child if you do if you do um do something punish your child in any way shape or form you know have a conversation about it like do you understand why i did a b c d e f g why you're not going or why you're not playing blah 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 so this is the enlightenment so the, the, so essentially what you're saying is take time out to assist your children with processing different emotions and don't just do it in a inclining your tone in a physical manner but first process them your goddamn self you might need a damn therapist for all the hell you know exactly. and all the hell we know exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying you know what I mean exactly. process them them joints yourself and then you know be able to apply um what you process with yourself you know in a, in a more 
um, conservative way to your children so that they can get the layman's version of, you know, how do I need to react and respond when I begin to feel certain emotions? Exactly. You know, when I, when I begin to, you know, think certain things and, you know, you know, shift in certain ways, you know, what's the best way for me to go about this that really works for me? Now, let me pause you. Okay. Let me interject. Sure. Because that's exactly what it is. What you, what parents do when they spank their children is, okay, when I get upset as an adult, but just period, this is what you tell your children. When I get mad, hit. So when I'm in school as a child and my classmate makes me mad, oh, I'm going to hit him. Because that's how I interpret or that's how anger is interpreted on me. So now I become abusive. Now, here's the other twist to that, though. And I know we talking about enlightening our children and, and just the, the enlightenment piece of this conversation. But when, if I do believe that you can physically discipline your child and in the process of you doing it, you're educating them about what's happening and, you know, where they needed to, you know, adjust themselves. Don't that and just how sound that, stupid though? Don't that just sound stupid? Because what's the goal? To physically inflict pain on somebody you love, supposedly care for? Or what's the goal to, to understand, get them to understand that what they did is wrong? Well, you know stupid. what? Well, this I'm going to tell you. For me, I hear the goals. But for me, I think what's, what really sticks out for me is just being old-fashioned. I still believe in some old-fashioned ways But you at just times. told me you understood it. You just told me that you are 100 and fully agreed with me. But now you're making an excuse or a case for people... Who beat their kids? No, 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 no. I'm not making. I'm not making a a case or an excuse for people that beat their kids. What I'm saying is that there are some kids who have needed some ass whoopings and have for real. Because think about it: if they needed medication, if the doctors are saying that they need medication, then maybe they don't need that type of medication. Maybe it can be therapy. Maybe sometimes the therapy or the parental therapy does get to an extent where you have to, you know, sometimes physically adjust these children um, I'm not completely but physically adjust do you honestly think that physically if somebody has ADHD that means I believe I'm no ther- I'm nothing that means that they have some type of chemical imbalance in their body in some way shape form or fashion when the hell has a beating ever stopped the kid from doing whatever the fuck they wanted to do when but I've heard parents say that I've heard parents say that that's been another form of medication to kids. And that's retarded. That's just retarded. Mom, granted, see, I don't I've have been, any children. Granted, I was I was beat. And the fear of beatings did prevent me from doing certain things. But if I really wanted to do what I really wanted to do, the fear of getting caught, because that's what would have to happen. I'm not going to just blatantly do it. I'm going to sneak and do whatever it is that I want to do. The fear, I'll, I'll take that risk. Beatings doesn't doesn't really do it solves nothing, yo. Who said it? Dr. King, violence begets more violence. It's just retarded. Let's have a conversation. It's immature. Let's have a conversation. And then again, it goes back. Wait, it goes back to you cannot have a conversation, an adult conversation with a child. They're not gonna understand certain things. That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say I think the other thing goes back to the fact of from a parental perspective and I'm not a parent but just from what I've heard is a parent feeling like 
there's a there's that time frame where you can't hey Sally Mae there's that time frame where you can't talk to the child and communicate to the child how you would or what you would want to effectively communicate to them about whatever the situation is so you do something physical to remind them of that um and I think that maybe that physical because it's just the easiest thing to do we can't be creative it, it, it may have been the most impactful thing to do back then whenever that was a big thing I don't know oh we got that shit from slavery black people we got that shit from slavery right let's just let's just let's just be 100 that's deep let's just be 100 because black people we talk about white people and how they what don't beat their kids but us black mother freakers we go out here in the middle of Walmart and wild out on our children and then be like what well you raise them no because if you were raising them properly you wouldn't be having that goddamn problem I don't have a problem with my kids I, I look at them a that. certain kind of way I agree with that I look at them a certain kind of way and they straighten up yep I agree with that so 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 you know what I mean. I agree with that. Like I said, I was literally beat. I think my dad beat me once. My mother beat me once, and I think my mother may have just smacked the mess out of me one time. That was my whole life. Right. So to be honest, like my parents didn't really believe in butt whoopings and stuff like that with me and my younger brother. I don't know what my older brothers, but with me and me and my younger brother. Well, my younger brother used to get it, but see, I think that's that male stuff. As you know, compared to me being you know the daughter, so I don't freaking know. Um. Yeah, but, you know, I just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I just, you know, I, I definitely agree with you with that, but I do um, also agree with the old-fashioned way of instilling fear with, with physical violence, um, because even though my parents didn't beat me like that, the fact that they could look at me and give me that look, and I knew that they would beat me if they, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, if they really um wanted to because it had happened before it all was just mental fuckery for me so you know what i'm saying at the end of the day i just i look at you know what's worse than a beating today oh lord take take a child's phone take their Fortnite, their game system and it was the same for y'all i'm 37 so it was the same for me yo you took my nintendo or my game or you couldn't go outside or i couldn't go outside ride my bike oh i'm hurt that, that did so much more to me than a freaking five-minute ass whooping. Yo, yo, for what? And it wasn't even five minutes. I mean, shit, that's some serious ass abuse. Five minutes is a long time. But I'm just saying, better than an ass whoop. What? Because now I can't ride my bike for the whole week. And I think, too, on, that yo. this is one of the things. Like, be we got to wrap it up. But listen, it's the other thing, though. I think, too, it depends on what the kid did. Because some kids be doing some wild-ish, and it's like, I mean, I get you got to think about it's different scales to this thing now. You know what I'm saying? So you have kids that just normally just don't get in trouble. You have kids that just do the common things that kids do. And then you have kids who do have a mental problem. And then you have kids who just don't want to listen. This for some reason, they think they're bigger, they're better and they're better than you are. And that's just the bottom line. And they go out and do something to really cause you and, and the whole family y'all livelihood you might wild out on somebody you might i mean i'm just being honest you know what i'm saying i'm not perfect but you might you just might so i think sometimes it might depend on like you know the level of recklessness so to speak i think it depends on a level of 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 patience and a level of understanding that the parent has 
You know what I mean? I just think that it's ignorant as fuck. Have I ever whooped my children and beat my kids? Yes. And that's that one time that I set the tone and them little, little kids knew daddy don't play. But after that, yo, it's just some people, yo, after that, you do not have to do it. If you raise your children properly, I just wholeheartedly believe that. Kids are going to be kids. They're going to mess up. They're going to do things that they know they shouldn't do. That's simple, yo. But why do we have to resort to physical harm to, to show them that I'm out displeasure in that action, yo? It's ignorant to me. It's just ignorant. Yeah, well, you know what? I hope that we do better. I hope that we do better. And I hope that, you know, the listeners take what it is that we're talking about in terms of processing our emotions and really begin to start figuring out how we're going to do that as adults in our adult life after realizing that there are unresolved issues. Everybody has unresolved issues in their life, in their past. And a lot of times your ability to process emotions comes from unresolved issues and it comes from, you know, having parents who didn't really cultivate you in certain emotional areas to be able to understand what it is that you're going through and, and, and how to move forward. So, you know, there's definitely a high responsibility on parents. It's definitely a high responsibility on ourselves to treat ourselves, take care of ourselves and our mental health and our states of mind to make sure that we're on point and in position to emotionally process the things that come our way. So... That's my piece on it. You got anything else? Nah, man, I'm good. Thank you for listening.